Well, you know that over the last decade or so, we have spoken many times with Gary Evans. He's an oil man, you know, Magnum Hunter and Hunter Resources and everything else. Well, now he's not really an oil man anymore. He's gone into another business. Hemp. Yep. Hemp. Gary Evans is the chairman and CEO of Generation Hemp, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. Very nice to be with you after a couple years of of uh, being off the radio. Yeah, well, I mean, you're always doing something. You're always active, and I and I always know that you're you're usually right. But hemp, tell <clears throat> me about it. I, first of all, make the distinction because I think hemp. I think most people think hemp. I immediately think marijuana. You're not in the marijuana business. No, it's uh, it's a fallacy that many people don't really understand. But you know, cannabis is kind of the, the mother, and you got marijuana on one side and you got hemp on the other and they're basically sister plants they look very similar to one another but the primary difference is uh, cbd is derived from hemp which you've heard about with many products on the market today and uh hemp cannot have greater than 0.3 percent thc uh in it to be legal and thc is the hallucinogenic part of marijuana that makes people you know excited so um being a public company we're only allowed to be involved in the hemp business here in the united states we cannot touch marijuana uh, whatsoever and we got to be sure that when we our farmers bring us hemp to be processed that it doesn't have greater than this 0.3 percent thc level that's okay. monitored well, so you may have just answered a question because i was thinking well i understand now you're a gentleman farmer but you're not growing hemp? No, we're actually, um, we kind of use the analogy in the oil and gas business of the midstream. We're the guys that um, the farmers bring uh, the hemp to after they harvest it in the field. And when they bring it to us, it's typically 90% moisture. And we dry it, clean it, strip it, and then give the flour back to them and keep the biomass uh, stalks, which we make other products out of. So we're, we're kind of like a dry cleaner. Take your dry cleaning in and get it all cleaned up and you, you pay a fee and you get it back. So we're, we're like a tolling operation. So what's the, tell me the end market for this. I mean, I know about CBD, but I, I mean, I don't know how much quantity you need to make that. Who, who's, who's the end user of hemp? So that's, um, that's where, I, uh, I'm so excited about this sector and where I believe it's going over the next, you know, five to 10 years. So let's back up a bit. Hemp was a product used by our forefathers in many, many different areas. Uh, and it was outlawed in the late thirties, early forties, uh, because the families like the DuPont family, Rockefeller family, they didn't want hemp to compete with industrial products. And it's a very unique plant. It has many great qualities. The fiber and the herd can be used in many materials. So today, those materials include car paneling by BMW. Patagonia has an entire hemp line. Hemp Creek, made for concrete. Hemp insulation, hardwood floors, plywood. We've just started an animal bedding division. So the years ago, hemp was predominantly used for ropes. Uh, many people don't sure. realize the Declaration of Independence is written on hemp paper. George Washington was the first hemp farmer that was written about uh, in the United States on his journals in Kentucky. 
the first four presidents of the United States were farm farmers. So, uh, but this is all outlawed. Well, when Trump uh, at the end of 18 signed the farm bill, he made hemp legal nationally. So different states have enacted their own laws, but it's a national product and they moved interstate. And so CBD has been the predominant derivative from that legislation, but we believe the industrial side of the business is where this is really going to go. That's what gets me excited about the hemp business. So, so if our former president could, with one stroke, make it legal, can another president with one stroke make it illegal again? I mean, is, is this a stable it's business? Got, it's got way too much traction, and everybody wants it. So, no, I don't think that will. I think we have nothing but positive coming forward. So is now, this a the, crowded field at all? I mean, it doesn't seem like there would be that many barriers to entry. Well, the, the problem is this. The big companies really want to be in this business. Uh, they want to have the fiber. Levi Strauss is looking for more product to make hemp jeans out of. The problem is the farmers, there's a big disconnect between the need and what the farmers are, are trying to do. And so we're kind of that con- connecting point. We're the largest processor of hemp in the united states by far and we have more supply of biomass and herd product probably tenfold than anybody else so that we're trying to become that conduit so we can help big industry feel comfortable they'll have enough product to make the products they want to make well and and will is this a good cash crop for a farmer i mean they can they're they can raise anything they want to on that land Farmers love it because it's so great for the soil. It's kind of revitalizes their soil and it's a, it's a great rotation crop. So hemp, you know, two years ago was really high price. The price has come down. It's now competitive with corn and soybeans, wheat and what have you. So it's a great rotational crop and you'll see more and more farmers start uh, planting hemp uh, in their fields. Are, are there organized markets for this? I mean, I could go in the futures market and, you know, buy a corn future or wheat or, you know, short soybeans. You can now. There's some there's exchanges that have been uh, begun where CBD and hemp products are being exchanged. It's still a, you know, new market and still a, a little volatile. But as anything, as time goes by, it'll get better and better. Does this put you in a position to 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 flip so that if if marijuana does become legal in in more and more states or or maybe nationally that you can refocus in that area? You know that I get asked that question all the time, David. And I think when I first got in this business a couple of years ago, you know that was what I was thinking. Well, let me start out on the hemp side as a public company, and when marijuana becomes approved, we'll flip over. But the longer I'm in it, and what I realize is there's so many incredible opportunities in hemp, I don't think I really have to. It's an option that will probably be out there, but it's not something we're really shooting for. Let me go back to something you said earlier. So you mentioned about Patagonia, uh, a hemp line of, of clothes, and Levi Strauss is interested. Is this because – why? I mean, Okay, wh- that's wh- a great question. <laughs> so why, does, why do these textile companies – and these manufacturers want hemp. It's much stronger than cotton, uh, is longer. So why would a BMW put hemp in a door panel? It's because pound for pound, hemp is 10 times stronger than steel, believe it or not. And it's obviously much lighter. So all cars are trying to reduce weight 
and hemp is a product that allows them to reinforce door panels without increasing weight. So the hemp wood that uh, I looked at a, a company that makes hardwood floors uh, about a month ago over in Kentucky, and the floors are absolutely beautiful. And as you know, lumber prices took off over the past year with right. with the COVID-19 and, and the building uh, boom. And so now hardwood floors made out of hemp are competitive with regular floors and they're, they're beautiful wood. So you're going to start seeing more and more things made out of hemp in our common everyday market. I'm, I'm fascinated. So uh, w- one last thing. So I, I, again, I've known you for a very long time as an oil and gas man an energy guy. So was, was there an aha moment that you decided to get into the hemp business? So uh, as you know, David, my whole career, I've had, uh, four different companies on the New York Stock Exchange. This company is an OTC, getting ready to go to NASDAQ, hopefully this year. And my my background and career has been raising large amounts of capital on Wall Street. Um, raised about $7 billion in my life. And I did not want to lose that capital raising capability in my name in an industry that has been had some significant headwinds. As you know, the oil and gas industry um, it's been volatile, especially over the last year. And uh, Wall Street has just turned their nose up against the industry. Uh, and so oil and gas has had to completely revitalize itself to become more of a dividend paying business, which means not as much capital is going in the ground, which means it's going to have much slower growth. So I wanted to start and in, get involved in a new business that was embryonic that I could use capital raising capabilities and business acumen to try to build something substantial. And Mm. it's been a blast. I've had the best time over the past two years, traveling around the country, understanding the various businesses. It's all new. It's, you know, we're we're basically pioneering brand new ground and that's, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's fascinating. I can't wait to, to see how this turns out. In fact, I can't wait to buy my first, pair of hemp blue jeans i think when i wear them out i can I <laughs> well can, check can, out levi strauss they're I, I they're making hemp jeans they they primarily use the hemp like in the knees because that's where jeans wear out and uh it's you know stronger and will last longer well and, and in a pinch you can smoke them i guess well maybe not yeah <laughs> no there's hemp cigarettes now uh and there's you know hemp everything you you'll, you'll see hemp just more and more used industrial products and uh um, we're excited about it. We think that by being a conduit of providing large quantities of material, we can help the industry uh, build out and, yeah. and use hemp in a, in a smart way. So check out our stock symbols, G-E-N-H, and uh, we're blowing and going. Fascinating. Gary Evans, chairman and CEO of Generation Hemp. It's good to catch up with you. Thank you for the time. Good to catch up with you, David. We'll Th- talk again soon. Thanks for more of our conversation with Mr. Evans. Go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.